isn't it fascinating and interesting that we're taught to become somebody, but yet we've never ever been told or been taught to truly become ourselves? You wonder if this could have a direct correlation with why we are constantly comparing ourselves to others. This week on the Sovereign Women Movement Show, we're talking about how to stop comparing yourselves to others in order to truly be a sovereign woman. And today we're going to look at step number two and how to actually do this. Satnam and good morning. Welcome to the Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast, where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal body, mind, and spirit. And so we can bring an online society as this old one crumbles. Satnam, and thank you so, so much for being here. Good morning, Lizzie Fizzy. You love that color on me? Yep, I did what you told me. Lizzie, in case you all are wondering, you're listening to the podcast. Lizzie is uh, watching live on Instagram right now. And she's talking about my lip color, I think. And I actually listened to her recommendation. And I really enjoyed it. She asked, she, I told her I really liked her lip color the other day and it was like this beautiful brown. So she suggested that I outline it with brown and then that I blend in a really light nude color in between and then kind of blend it. And that was the difference between this new 2021 look versus what I used to do in high school when I was a half chola, half tagger, half raver, which is I would outline the outside of my lips brown and we would put a nude color in, but we wouldn't blend it. We would basically just leave the two colors completely, you know, just uh, showing up. So maybe that's something that we can bring back because that chola look really made you feel like you could stand out and, and your lips did all of the, the, the charisma and the energy work for you way before you even walked into a room. <laughs> that sweater too, it's a beautiful blue. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for the compliments. Look at you. I just love you. Love you so much. So we today are talking about how to stop comparing yourself. And again, this we talked about this yesterday and you can actually catch the replay on the podcast. It is already up. You can check it out, but I kind of talked a bit about why this happens, why we come, especially as women, why we compare ourselves to others spiritually, why this happens, and also biophysically with the brain, you know, why it happens and how we're being programmed to do that, and how spiritual awakening, atonement, your self realization as a sovereign woman has a lot to do with you realizing that there's nothing to compare in essence. And so we went a little bit down the rabbit hole yesterday. So go check out that episode on the replay in the podcast. You guys can find it everywhere. Podcasts are streamed, Spotify, Apple. It seems like most of you listen on Apple, which is so interesting because I kind of like Spotify, but hey, wherever you want to listen, you can find us now. So go check out those episodes. So today I want to talk about step two. So step one was yesterday. I told you that yesterday's step is probably the hardest. And yesterday's step is one that is done by gurus, great sages, wise women like you. If, or otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this podcast and to this show, but it takes a lot of uh, elu- uh, eliminating the illusion of duality and polarity and understanding that your brother and sister is you and that those qualities that you see in them that perhaps you're envious about, they exist in you and that that is a trigger for you to awaken them in you. So you can check out that podcast episode, but today it's step number two and step number two, yesterday's is the, was the hardest, today's is the most important. 
the most important in being able to not compare yourself to others. And this is the number one reason why we constantly do compare ourselves to others. And it has to do with being authentically you. And I'm not talking like just wishy-washy, new age, love yourself kind of jambalaya kind of stuff. No, no. I'm gonna break it down to you in three different steps, three different sections of what it means to truly be authentically you. And this is so important, especially as we move into this new age of consciousness, the age of Aquarius, because those that are not authentically themselves are suffering tremendously. You know, there's eyes everywhere, people are paying back karma. People are, their facades are falling apart, you know, and it's very scary when you're attached to egos, when you're attached to the roles you play, right? And when these roles, attachments, facades start to fall apart, these human beings tend to attack because they themselves feel so separate from their security zones and their stories that basically govern their lives. And so this is uh, being authentically you is not something that's easy because like I said, at the very beginning, of the podcast in this world we're always taught to be somebody you know go be somebody go accumulate the roles the material that's how you become somebody in the age of pisces we don't ever hear and i hope that if you have young children that this is something that you can start integrating in their mindset which is be authentically you be all that you are, all that you are. And that of course means, and this is why I shared this in my stories today on Instagram is loving yourself and all that you are in, in the anger, in the jealousy, in the envious, in all of the emotions of the human experience. Because the reality is that we all look for a soul purpose, a life purpose. You know, we, we, we talked about this last week, but life purpose is enjoying every moment being good at walking, being good at being uh, able to hold space and being a good listener. There's an amazing movie that made me cry so much last night. I was just sharing with my sisters. You all should go check it out. It's called Soul and it's like a cartoon. So it's made for children, but it is the deepest. I don't know if any of you have seen this movie, Soul, S-O-U-L. It is the deepest, most beautiful movie in the world. I cried so much. And it really pointed to how amazing life already is if we live in reverence. And that's sort of what we're going to be talking about today in order to truly be authentically yourself, you know, because we constantly chase like hungry ghosts and we don't, we lose these incredible precious moments of breath. And then we won't realize how amazing we already have been. And we go and compare ourselves to others. So the first part of being authentically you that you must learn to do and this changes and evolves as you evolve, as your soul grows, as you learn through your lessons. But it's very important for you to you get clear on what success means to you. In order to be authentically you, you must get clear on what success means to you. Because here's the thing. If you don't have a definition of what success means to you, then you are going to be comparing your life to others and defining your success on the lives of others. And the reality is that even, especially in social media, we are really not shown everything. You know, you see these overnight success, it doesn't exist. There has been a human being that has been putting in the energy work to create and birth in this reality. And we don't, we didn't see that struggle. We didn't see that energy. We didn't see the, the thought system, right? 
And so you yourself have to decide what does success mean to me? Not just because she's doing it, because that is a perfect pathway to insanity. You know, the new thing to follow a fad, a follower. There's one thing that I always spoke to my boys about, my sons, was don't be a follower. Do things because you want to do them, even if they're completely irrational and no one's ever done them. And even if there's something that I might yell at you for, but do them because your heart said, I want to do them. Right. And so in order for you to be able to truly create success in your life, you have to first define it. What does that mean to you? Does that mean a certain amount of money in the bank account? Does that mean a certain amount of houses? Or do, could you care less about the material? And for you, success is in a, in a relationship where you feel whole and complete. What does success mean? Have you stopped and asked yourself? And also, this also helps you a lot with defining and aligning yourself with the universe because the universe is always saying yes, right? And so if you don't have a definition of what success looks like to you, then the universe is just saying yes to everything else that you're saying yes to yourself with your energy. That's really what is happening. So in order for you to stop being comparing yourself and for you to truly be authentically you, you have to self-discover yourself. You have to figure out what is success to you. Define that and get clear and create a vision around it so that then you can align with the experiences and the people that will truly celebrate who you are authentically. And I always say this to a lot of women, especially as they began the inner work journey and especially as they become community members of Satori when they start to face themselves and go on the inward journey because Kundalini is very dangerous because it makes you realize your own bullshit, right? So you can transcend it. But as you begin your healing journey, things actually get really rough. They get really chaotic. I know for me, that's exactly what happened. Why? Because those programs and those people and those experiences need to fall off. Those, those that prohibited you from being authentically you. And our codependency, which is another part of the inner healing journey, right? The subconscious programs is what we need to look to address in order to truly be ourselves. So the number one step of being authentically you in order for you to stop comparing yourself to others is you have to define your own definition of success. You got to get clear. What does that look like? And remember, we are not afraid of our, 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 our darkness. What we're truly afraid of is our light, our power. So a lot of us, a lot of us are playing small, really small, because we have this uh, trauma, basically, response. Maybe you were raised in a household where you were told not to shine, right? Or you were told to be just a quiet little uh, spiritual girl who just didn't put her voice out there. So a lot of us are actually thinking way too small and that's a problem too. And it has to do with the fact that you don't really know what success means to you. So number one, to be authentically yourself, to stop comparing yourself is you have to learn to define success for you. Number two, in order to truly, truly be able to be authentically you and stop comparing yourself to others is you can't bypass your own bullshit stories you tell yourself. And by this, I mean, you, I mean, you cannot bypass your own healing. The reason that we compare ourselves is because we're under a program. We're under a program of perhaps a childhood where we felt abandoned or compared to a sibling or compared through even sports and competition or compared through our own polarity illusion of never feeling enough, because that is one of the biggest hindrances to success even like I said in, in business books you see this a lot 
this inherent belief that there's something inherently wrong with us, right? So we cannot bypass our own healing. And especially in the age of Aquarius, because the subconscious mind, it's playing itself out in the 3D reality. We can see this. It feels like we're living in a mental institution. Why? Because people are acting out of their subconscious mind. They are so programmed that an outside force very easily can manipulate them. We're seeing this, how media companies have always been paid by the 1%, the dark, you know, the one, the same lineage of families that has controlled the human consciousness. So they are literally shifting your perceptions by the media that is put out. And people believe the stuff that's being put out there, which then controls our perceptions, which then puts them deeper into their subconscious program. But we all have free will. All of us have the ability to integrate these holistic ancient tools to do what? To rewire the subconscious mind, to reprogram, to undo. Because spirituality is not something you do. It's something you catch. And it's undoing. It's undoing the program. That's what we talked about yesterday, right? It's the whole reparenting yourself from the good and the bad. How to truly live like a sage in the neutral mind. You can't do this if you bypass your own healing. There's so many people that are pointing the finger outward, accusing, talking about how their brother and sister is acting out of character. They're doing this to bypass their own, their own what's going on in here. So in order for you to truly be authentically you, you got to undo the programs that tell you you're not worthy, that you're not good enough, that you have to compete. That's, that's a big one, you know, the Darwinian theory of survival of the fittest. We talked about that yesterday, right? And especially in women, how we are programmed. You know, me coming from, uh, I've been an entrepreneur for a very long time, since 2005, but in the industry that I come from, I I reached several heights of leadership, whether it was through nonprofit board uh, organizations. I was lobbying in Washington, DC, very much involved within the community at a local, national level, right? And there was this uh, always this sense of uh, making sure that you know women were not working together. That's why we're talking about this the, this week, right? And so we need serious healing as it relates to women and the patriarchy of, of making us feel that we have to compete in order to truly move up the ladder in order to truly become leaders. And I did a whole speech about this in front of over 120 women, 100. And at that point, there was a, a close to 200 women in 2012. I was talking about this, about how the reality is that there are fewer and fewer women up in very high ranks and leadership. And so when they get up there, it's like a program that they, they don't need the help from other women and that they also don't want to help others climb. And so that is a rewiring that is not just in business, corporate leadership. It's part of the rewiring we must do as women. And that includes us not bypassing our own personal healing because you're not going to be able to heal others. You heal yourself, right? And then the world changes. So you heal your programs of feeling less than, of feeling that you have to compete, of feeling that your sister is here to attack you or, or take from you. When in reality, you know, that's the big awakening that's also happening. So to be authentically you, you can't bypass your own healing. You got to learn how to stabilize the nervous system, learn to process emotions, right? Learn about the science of the chakra energy system, which teaches us that when we have emotional traumas and how many women have been through serious emotional traumas, right? Especially as children. And even now we're seeing with the divine feminine that is awakening how much sexual abuse has happened to so many women. And if we haven't processed that, we are literally projecting that out into the world. 
So we have to learn to become aware of our shadows. So no one uses them against us. And so we're not projecting them out into the world. And that takes courage because most human beings would rather point the finger outward and would rather show how the world is so unfair instead of realizing that we are ontological engineers co-creating it and that it is our programs, it is our traumas, it is those things that we don't face that will continue to dictate how we actually experience this thing that we call life is. So in order for, for you to truly be authentically you, you can't bypass your own healing. You really cannot. And number three is you have to have self-reverence. In order to be authentically you, you have to have self-reverence. And this has nothing to do with feeling better than or feeling like conceited. You know, my word for the entire year of 2020, I had asked through my meditations, I always have a word that, that guides me. This year, the word that kept showing up was reverence. It was just reverence, reverence, reverence. And I realized it's like that movie that I was talking to you all about yesterday that I watched last night that's called Soul. When you realize that life purpose is being in reverence of the ability to walk, of being in reverence of the ability to breathe, to be able to see through the eyes, to be able to even go to the restroom, you know? There was a time where I always had such a, like, I was, if I drank water, I had to run to the restroom. I was so annoyed. Then I thought to myself, one day my bladder may not even work. So might as well be in reverence of even that. And so self-reverence is at a deeper level. And, and this is what I have seen become a big part of the awakening process if you're going through your own spiritual awakening. And for me, I had a really deep look into this when I was in Peru in the Amazon jungle working with plant medicines and specifically with Mother Ayahuasca because Mother Ayahuasca showed me all of the dark aspects of being a human being, but also the beauty and the glorious grace that it truly is to be a human in this incarnation and how God herself is experiencing herself through us. And, and think about it, you know, this universe would not be here if your consciousness was not aware to experience it. And God doesn't make mistakes, you know? And when you start to see yourself in this type of light, you start to realize that nothing has gone wrong. And you start to have a lot of appreciation and love for yourself. And like I said, even in those moments where you feel that the shadows have taken over or that you yourself have moved into the darkness or that you're feeling these feelings of envious, of comparing, of just in that program, that a true sage and a true guru has reverence even for that, for the human experience. That's literally what happened in the movie. You know, the, the, the human being lost his ability to be human being, went into the soul world and then realized that every moment was appreciated, like every moment was something to be in reverence about. And this is the big awakening. And when I come out of my meditations, there's times where I see this too, where before I'm opening my eyes, a voice is downloading and telling me, when you open your eyes, God herself is going to be seeing through you. And what this has done in my life is has allowed me to be authentically guided by a higher voice. You know, there's so many things that happened last year that many people would say impossible, especially during this type of energy that we're all in. Yet when I always connected to that voice that was bigger than me, not only did things manifest, but they manifested in ways that I couldn't even describe to you. And that's what I'm talking about, living a life of miracles. And this is when you have reverence for every moment, but you have especially reverence for yourself. You actually realize how beautiful you are in all of that you are. 
in the darkness and the light. And that's where a lot of people don't realize about the healing journey. They want to deny. They want to deny the aspects of themselves. They want to, if you're on a spiritual awakening journey or you're doing a lot of inner work, why am I still angry at times? Why do I still compare myself? Why do I, why, why, why? The problem is the why. That's the real problem because you don't realize that it's all part of the human experience. And what does that really mean? It goes back to step number two, which means you have no control of the mind. You're a slave to the mind. So if you're a slave to the mind, it's going to become impossible for you to have reverence for yourself. It's going to be impossible for you to realize or even accept and surrender to the fact that these eyes are really God herself seeing through you and that you have free will and you get to decide in this university what lessons you wish to transcend through love. That's the biggest thing because let me tell you something. I have gone through so many lessons in this university that I've always, I have, I, I would have stopped repeating them if I would have just responded with love. And most of it, if not all of it, it had to do with love for myself. It had to do with reverence, it had to do with moving out of the hustler mentality beggar. It had to do with realizing who I truly, truly am. And then connecting to that voice to be guided. And then guess what? There you're free to truly be yourself. When you don't care about what other people think of you, that is a truly dangerous zone to actually live in and to exist in. It is truly revolutionary to be you in a world that is constantly trying to shape you to be somebody else, to look at this is what success is. And that's what's falling apart right now. People are freaking the hell out because we are realizing that those that we thought looked like they were happy, really themselves, even that's crumbling in itself. Lizzie says, Penny too, she has a terrible bladder. <laughs> it probably has to do with uh, the January, her and I being born on the same day. It, it definitely has to do with that. But the more that you start to just love it and become, become, it becomes part of you. You can't do anything you hate really or resist will persist in ways that you won't even imagine. So again, it's, it goes back to self-reverence, right? Just having yourself as the image, as being that image of God. It's in every human, you know, that's what the age of Aquarius is all about. People say the new age, that's what the age of Aquarius really is. It's self-realization. It's moving into, it's going to take work, of course, but to the golden age. What is the golden age? Love, peace, service. What is Aquarius? Aquarius is humanitarian. It's community. It's collaboration, not competition. So as above, so below. So how have you been programmed to not be authentically you? How have you been programmed to compete? How have you been programmed to not see your self-worth? How have you been programmed to not see yourself as God herself? And then we look at that and that's what's happening in the world too. We undo it. And then we learn to live in this new frequency and this new vibration. And that's where the separation really is happening. You know, there will be so those that will stay in the 3D frequency. What is that 3D frequency? Those people that still believe that they are separate from God, that they are basically just a body that can be hurt, murdered, or used against. Those that will basically not want to change their mind, they will give their power to a vaccine, to somebody outside of them. They'll still try to find a, something outside of them to fix them or to make them feel better. And then the other aspect is the 5D consciousness, which I've talked about as well. To be easily put, 
it's unity consciousness. It's self-realization that you are God experiencing yourself through you. It's you being authentically you, all of you, you know, like I mentioned before, the most amazing spiritual masters that to me have really changed my life are not what you would say perfect. You know, they literally came into this world to change up our stereotypical belief systems about what a spiritual leader, master, what, what, what those that were chosen by God to receive the messages need to look like because it's the long, we're done with the age of martyr and believing that God punishes, you know, uh, Shogun Trumpa is an amazing example. Like I've mentioned before, the founder of Naropa University and where my son attended as well. He was an exiled monk, came to the West, came to share the teachings, right? But he wasn't your traditional spiritual master. He, he drove a nice car, he wore suits, he even drank alcohol and the divinity still worked through him. God himself, herself worked through the messages, right? So we have to start changing all of our stereotypical belief systems of what it really means to truly be self-realized and to truly walk in this realization of who you are and be guided by this authentic voice, not by you comparing yourself to others or copying others. This is what helps me have a really stable nervous system that the things that I'm birthing through the sovereign woman movement, through Satori, they don't come from comparing myself to someone else. They come from my heart. And there you release a lot of anxiety. You release time because you don't, there's no time. If it's something that you're birthing as a legacy, this has to do with, you know, your soul purpose. And a lot of the times it's those things that you've overcome. Then you don't, you're not competing against anyone. The only thing you have to get into alignment with is your energy, which is your emotions, have emotional intelligence and control the mind because it's inevitable. The birth of what your visions is, is inevitable if you are authentically you. And then here's the other part with step two, when you are authentically you, the universe supports you in ways that is so magical, so magical people, opportunities, experiences. Why? Because you're in alignment to your truth. The opposite is also true, which means that when you're not authentically you, when you are so far and disconnected from your soul, the universe also pulls you back. And a lot of the times, this is through tragedies. This is through disease. This is through illness. This is through, you know, things that happen completely out of the blue. It's not out of the blue. It's your soul pulling you back because you are so disconnected from your true authenticity. And that's why a lot of people suffer in this world. So being authentic to you is not some kind of new age jambalaya thing that we say. It can be done through technology. And that's exactly what I teach inside of Satori, the SWC method. Through the technology that we teach and we integrate in our lives, what happens is that you're able to not bypass your own healing, learn to control the mind, rewire, undo, reprogram, right? As you start to do that, you start to connect to what I call is your satnam. Satnam truth in identity. This is one of the things that Jogi Bhajan, the tantric master who brought Kundalini from the East to the West was very, very much focused on, on being able to be authentically who we truly are beyond the masks of the ego. And so through technology, you basically are not bypassing your own healing, you're rewiring the subconscious mind, and you're able to self-realize and awaken spiritually. That is why they're both connected and that's why it's part of the SWC method. Because when we self-heal, we awaken spiritually. And that's the beautiful part. And you have the tools to help actually help you and support you 
on the journey. And that's exactly what I teach. So if you want to know, learn a little bit more about the SWC method, you can check out the link below if you're listening to the replay on the podcast. Or of course, you can check out the link in my bio on Instagram. It's a very elaborate training, 55 minutes. So grab some tea, pick a time that works for you. You can ask me questions in the training as well. And through the training, you'll be able to learn exactly what the SWC method is and what I teach inside of Satori. This month, we're working specifically on intuition and wisdom so that we're not being uh, basically falsely gaslighted in this world. And it is an energy that we work with. And next month, I'm really excited because we're going to be working on sacred relationships. So relationships, healing, romantic relationships, codependency we're going to get into even sexual true intimacy and things of that nature so i'm really excited for february to come so every month we have a theme and we work specifically on on, an energy based on that theme so if you want to learn more you can go to the links watch the training ask me any questions there you'll be able to uh, understand a little bit more also for those of you that are supporting the podcast i just want to say thank you so much appreciate you greatly i didn't realize that you can actually support it through anchor but there is a link in my web uh my links below an anchor you can you'll actually be able to see it but also in the in the ig profile so if you are going to be supporting it there are two there are three tiers the first two lower tiers are super affordable i think it's like 99 cents a month and the other one is like 4.99 a month if you do support it at those levels then you will get one class pass to attend one of my classes inside of satori some of you have asked me if i do a trial period membership to satori and no i don't and do i discount the membership to satori ever no i don't I just don't do that it's uh, basically it's priceless you get so much within our membership i mean we're talking about 12 to 15 classes per month they're all strategically aligned energetically one monthly very every other month we have a monthly guest speaker you're getting not only the energy work but even monthly you're doing business and leadership with me so it's a it's a full package to truly become a sovereign woman so there will never be a discount for the membership for satori but you can support the podcast and and you can contribute by being one of our tiered members uh, monthly and if you do that then you'll receive a class pass so that you can experience satori for yourself be part of our movement and then make a decision whether you actually want to become a member or not. So you thank you for those that have started to support it. And thank you for those that will be joining us as well. Uh, and again, just check out the links and I'll give you a lot more description. So tomorrow we are going to talk about step number three in how to stop comparing yourself, beautiful sovereign woman. Step number three, I would say is not the hardest and it's just one that we all bypass and we don't even look at. So be sure to join me tomorrow sometime around 10 a.m., 10.30 a.m.-ish, around that time. I'll be going live on Instagram. And of course, for those catching the replay on the podcast, thank you so, so much. And then Friday, I'll be bringing back Lizzie Fizzy, who is going to be sharing with me more information about how to stop comparing herself, ourselves and what this actually shows up in her life. Lizzie says, yes, working on that with her lol. We literally have been to every bathroom in Arizona. Heck yeah, you know, Penny. You and I, I'm telling you, she's literally my twin flame. You know, I wonder if twin flames can also not be romantic. That's one of the things that I had as a question. I'm going to have to meditate on that. But literally, Penny born on my birthday and her and I have so many similarities that it is a blessing in disguise, a huge blessing. (laughs) And I have visited many of the bathrooms. But honestly, I think we get this from grandpa because I had to take a road trip the other day with grandpa horrible that guy 
gets out of the bathroom. I, I always blame my grandma for my bladder problems. <laughs> but now that I've you know recently taken a, a road trip with grandpa, it's grandpa's sister. So he's got some trauma or something stuck in his bladder because that guy, every 20 minutes, we were so annoyed. Like nobody wanted to ride with him. We were like, no, you put him in your car. I don't want him in the car. So we got to do some meditation on that because I think it's grandpa. I'm not kidding you no hating on the bladder love the bladder so thank you ladies so much for being here uh maybe tomorrow we'll get deeper into the bladder and what that means esoterically it could be a, a hindrance to us comparing ourselves we gotta look at it you never know tomorrow we'll look at step number three and how to stop comparing yourself thank you ladies so much for being part of this community i love you all hold on to your horses tomorrow i'll give you guys an update too on the energy there's so many cosmic events happening this week including a crazy full moon but i'll share a little bit more about that tomorrow thank you have a blessed rest of your day thank you so much for tuning in to today's sovereign woman movement show podcast episode let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually where i share with you my exact three-step framework the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back so click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you also follow me on instagram at veronica bear again i am and also in our community page at sovereign woman movement i look forward in connecting with you there satnam